Hallelujah. Let's just worship. Let's just lift up our hands. Let's just lift up our hands. Let's just open our mouths. Let's just magnify the Lord. We bless you, O God. We thank you, O God. We give you praise. We give you glory. We give you honor. You are worthy of all the glory, of all the praise. Worthy, O God, to be praised. Worthy, O God, to be lifted up. Worthy, O God, to be magnified. We adore you. We adore you. We magnify you. We extol you, O God. We bless you, O Lord, as the only true God, the only wise God. None to be compared like you, O God. None, O Lord, who is like you. Lord, you're our Jehovah Rapha. You're Jehovah Shalom. You are El Shaddai. You are Jesus. You are the first and the last. You are the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. You are our impossibility specialist. You are our healer. You are our deliverer. You are our provider. Lord, we bless your name, O oh God. You are the ancient of days. You are the magnificent one. We, we adore you. We exalt you, O oh God. And we praise you, O oh God, in this place. You are worthy of the glory and all the honor. And all the glory. All the honor. All the glory. All the honor. We bless your name, O oh God. We bless your name, O oh God. We bless your name. We bless your name. Just turn with me to Daniel chapter 1. Just turn with me to Daniel chapter 1. Let's, let's, let's all stand. Just going to read Daniel chapter 1. Um, I'll be reading the New King James Version, but just you can just follow in your Bibles as, as well as on the screen. Um, Daniel chapter 1. And it says... In the third year of the reign of Jehoiakim, king of Judah, Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon, came to Jerusalem and besieged it. And the Lord gave Jehoiakim, king of Judah, into his hand with some of the articles of the house of God, which he carried into the land of Shinar, to the house of his God. And he brought the articles into the treasure house of his God. Then the king instructed Ashpenaz, the master of his eunuchs, to bring some of the children of Israel and some of the king's descendants and some of the nobles, young men in whom there was no blemish, but good-looking, gifted in all wisdom, possessing knowledge, quick to understand, who had the ability to serve in the king's palace and whom they might teach the language and literature of the Chaldeans. And the king appointed for them a daily provision of the king's delicacies and of the wine which he drank, and three years of training for them, so that at the end of that time they might serve before the king. Now from among those of the sons of Judah were Daniel, Ananiah, Mishael, and Azariah. To them the chief of the eunuchs gave names. He gave Daniel the name Belteshazzar, to Ananiah, Shadrach, to Mishael, Meshach, and to Azariah, Abednego. But Daniel purposed in his heart that he would not defile himself with the portion of the king's delicacies. Amen? Say purpose. Purpose, yeah. With the king's delicacies. Nor with the wine which he drank. Therefore he requested of the chief of the eunuchs that he might not defile himself. Um, now God had brought Daniel into, into the favor and goodwill of the chief of the eunuchs. And the chief of the eunuchs said to Daniel, I fear my lord the king who has appointed your food and drink. For why should he see your faces looking worse? than the young men who are your age. Then you should endanger my head before the king. So Daniel said to the steward, whom the chief of the eunuchs had set over Daniel, Ananiah, Mishael, and Azariah, please test your servants for 10 days and let them give us vegetables to eat and water to drink. Then let our appearance be examined before you. 
and the appearance of the young men who eat of the portion of the king's delicacies. And as you see fit, so deal with your servants. So he uh, consented with them in this matter and tested them ten days. And at the end of the ten days, their features appeared better and fatter in flesh than all the young men who ate the portion of the king's delicacies. Thus the steward took away their portion of delicacies and the wine that they were to drink and gave them vegetables. As for these four young men, God gave them knowledge and skill in all literature and wisdom. And Daniel had understanding in all visions and dreams. Now at the end of the days, when the king had said that they should be brought in, the chief of the eunuchs brought them in before Nebuchadnezzar. Then the king interviewed them, and among them all, none was found like Daniel, Ananiah, Mishael, and Azariah. Therefore they served before the king, and in all matters of wisdom and understanding about which the king examined them, he found them ten times better than all the magicians and astrologers who were in all his realm. Thus Daniel continued until the first year of King Cyrus. Amen. Say, say praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Just want to hear from our pastor before we, we sit. Pastor, can you just pray? Can you just pray over Ahead. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. We bless your holy name and thank you for your words to us. And I just pray, Father, that you will hide your servant behind the veil and speak, O oh God, from him today. Let our hearts be open to your words. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you, Pastor. You may be seated. Just want to greet you all in the mighty name of Jesus. Isn't he good? Isn't God good? Amen. Just want to give thanks to God for all, uh, Pastor Elder Hamilton, Pastor Nathaniel Hamilton, the musicians, the prison worship team, uh, and the um, Pastor Serge, and our other ministers and um, leaders within the church, veteran, visiting friends. Just give you, give, greet you all in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Amen. God is a good God and is worthy to be praised. Amen. Amen. Amen, brethren. Amen, amen, amen. Listen, I, 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 listen. I, I, yes, I may seem, um, you know, excited at times. All the, well, hopefully all the time when when I'm when I'm I'm here and stuff like that. But it's because to be amongst God's people is is a precious thing. Amen. It's 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 a privilege. In some places, it this can't happen. Amen. In some places, persons are are persecuted for the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. We're gonna get into some of that later, but um, it's a privilege to be, to have the ability to fellowship together like this, to give God glory and to worship him. And so let's not take, a, let's not take it for granted. Amen. Every time we get a time like this, let us um, give God the best of our praise, of our worship, of our everything. Amen. Amen. Amen, brethren. Amen. Amen. Let's shout hallelujah. Let's shout hallelujah. hallelujah. Let's shout hallelujah. hallelujah. Yes. You know what we're doing here by shouting hallelujah? We're pushing back the forces of darkness. Remember, we fight against spiritual wickedness in high places. Amen? The, the enemies that we have, you can't see them. So you've got to tackle those enemies in the spiritual realms. Amen? When you say hallelujah, you are giving the praise unto God. Amen? And when the people of God open their mouths and utter a praise, it pushes back the darkness. Because the praise to God means the enemy is put down. Amen? 
Amen? Amen? Amen? You want, you want to confound the enemy through your difficulties? Just continue to glorify God. You want to mystify the enemy through your circumstances, what you may be going through? Just continue to praise God. Amen? It, 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 the enemy can't understand what's happening. He's putting all sort of pressure on you. But yet still, you're still there. You're still in existence because you stand upon the solid rock. Amen? And you're giving praise unto God. Glory to God. That's not the message, though. Sorry. Glory to God. Amen, church. Amen, church. Amen, church. Glory to God. God is an amazing God. Today, I just want to go through with you on the, the topic of amazing grace. Amen? Amazing grace. And um, just want to give you some little background. There's this uh, famous song called um, Amazing Grace, written by uh, John Newton. And uh, there's some, you know, backstory to this song. Um, he was actually a slave trader, right? Um, he was a slave trader. And on one of his journeys, um, uh, it says he, he st began to write the hymn in December 1772 at the age of 47. And this has become one of the most um, um, uh, loved hymns of our time. And... John Newton was a slave trader, and on, his, on one of his journeys, uh, it says, Newton and his crew encountered a storm that swept some of his men overboard and left others with a likelihood of drowning. With both hands fastened onto the wheel of the boat, Newton cried out to God, saying, Lord, have mercy on us. And after 11 hours of steering, the remainder of the crew found safety with the calming of the storm. From then on, Newton dated March 21st as a day set aside for a time of humiliation, prayer, and praise, right? This was a turning point for John Newton. He, he um, came back and guess what? He started actually to now advocate against the slave trade. Amen? God, God opened his eyes. He, he was converted and he started that movement or helped to start that movement, eventually uh, leading to uh, Wilberforce, I believe, um, who was able to um, put forward and champion passing of the, the act for the ab abolition of the slave trade um, uh, later on um, in 1807. Amen? So this is how the song Amazing Grace came about. He was in that circumstance. He cried out unto God, and God, he was able to um, make it to safety. An amazing grace speaks to the sweetness found in Christ's grace for his children. As humans, we are lost, blind in sin, and need saving. Jesus' saving grace is just totally amazing. Amen? Amen? So, sometimes we sing these songs and we don't really know the, 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 the story behind the songs, but there's a, there's a very amazing story behind this amazing grace song and how, and how it was written. Amen? But I use this story to just show forth that God's grace is just totally amazing. Amen? Even in difficult circumstances, God's grace is able to sustain us and keep us. And what is God's grace? The, 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 they define grace as being God's unmerited favor. Amen? We don't deserve it or we did not deserve it, but yet still God has mercy on us amen he could have left us 
he could have left us to, to die, but he determined that he was going to provide a means of salvation. It's a free and unmerited favor of God as manifested in the salvation of sinners and the bestowal of blessings. We don't deserve the things that we have, but yet still God gave. Amen? We don't deserve the things we have, but yet still God gave. Now, coming back to our Hebrew um, young, young men here and um, Daniel and his colleagues. Here they were in being captive, kept, um, captured by uh, Nebuchadnezzar, um, kingdom of Babylon at the time. This was punishment that the Lord had prophesied through his servants pertaining to Israel and what would have occurred to them. So this was deserving punishment because um, Israel had turned away from, from God, uh, began serving idols, uh, idols etc. God allowed his enemies to capture them. And so here we have um, uh, Nebuchadnezzar and Babylon taking over um, Jerusalem. And as it was during that time, they they the, the capturing um, kingdom would seek to assimilate the people. Um, and so they would bring in um, some of the cultures, some of the traditions and so forth um, within those um, societies that they capture in order to make their society pluralistic and, pluralistic and more accepting to some of those um, uh, particular nations that they have captured. Of course, it's, it was all a part of the strategy to ensure that there was, you know, some form of peace, so to speak, and not much disquiet across the um, kingdoms that they captured. And so here we see where these um, Hebrew young men, they were captured. They were brought into the uh, king's household because they were deemed to be, you know, fit to be there in terms of um, um, having certain levels of wisdom, etc., and they were brought here. And one of the first things they sought to do was to change their names, right? Um, and you'll be looking at that and you're like, oh, what is in a name? But let's look at that. The name is important. So um, Daniel's name meant God is my judge. Hananiah's name meant grace, mercy, gift of the Lord. Um, uh, um, uh, and um, Yahweh has been gracious. Mishael's name meant who is like God. Hazariah's name meant helped by God. So in all of these names here, we have the names giving glory unto the God of Israel, Jehovah. Amen? Amen. Now this is what um, um, the the Babylonish people did. They changed their names. So Daniel, they gave the name of Belteshazzar. To Ananiah, they said, they gave Shadrach. Mishael, they said, uh, Meshach. And to Azariah, they said, Abednego. And of course, why did they do that? It's the names of their Babylonian gods. So they have changed the names of God, seeking to change the name of God, or the names giving glory to the God of Israel to now be their gods, their um, little g-gods in terms of idols. So all of these names were in relation to Babylonian gods. Um, Belteshazzar, Bel will protect, Shadrach inspired by Aku, and uh, Meshach belonging to Aku, Abednego, servant of Nego. Right? So you see, you see the change of the names here that has occurred. 
they've now sought to change their names to meanings where they would now be basically servants of their gods, uh, not servants of Jehovah God of Israel. Assigning these new names, it was a common practice in the ancient world. It's, it was a blatant intention to change the entire identity of the bearer until the life matched the title. Amen? Amen? So this is all a part of the assimilation process to get them to be changed and converted to be you know, fully Babylonians, taking on new names, taking on the culture, doing the various things that were there. Right? So do you recall in Scripture when um, God spoke to Abraham, he changed his name to what? Abraham. Amen? Do you remember as well, um, what was Jacob? His name meant what? Trickster, supplanter. God did what? Change his name to what? Israel. Amen? Amen? So these guys didn't originate the changing of the names. And there's an importance to the name. Amen? Or as God wouldn't be changing your name to something else, right? Amen? Amen? We recall when Saul was converted, later on, Saul was known as what? Paul. Yes. He didn't want to be associated with that name where he was persecuting the church at all. Amen? So there's importance to the name. Amen? Jesus, when he was um, talking with Peter, he says, he changed his name and says, um, call him, thou art Peter, Matthew 16, verse 18. And on this rock I will build my church, and the gates of hell will not prevail. Amen? So when we become believers, you know, we're either, we're either we're given the name or took on the name Christian, one who follows Jesus Christ. We, we baptized into, into the name of Jesus Christ. Amen? The intent of the name change, you know, for the Hebrew captives, it was to change their identity until their life matched their name. So then for us as Christians, when we take on the name of Christ... We, are, you, are you following, brethren? When we take on the name of Christ, you know, the life now needs to come up to the, the name that, it, that we have. Amen? Amen? Ephesians 5, 1 to 2 says, Therefore, be imitators of God as beloved children and walk in love as Christ loved us and gave himself up for us, a fragrant offering and sacrifice to God. Amen? So what's in the name? Acts 4, 12 says, Jesus Christ, salvation is found in no other name except the name of Jesus. Amen? 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 Amen, brethren. Yes. So let us, following after this pattern, let us, as, as, we, as we have taken on the name of Christ, let us now continue to emulate Christ, being changed to be more like Christ, so that our life matches the name. Amen? In, 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 in Acts, the, the people were first called Christians, I believe, at Antioch. And the reason why they were called Christians was because the, the way, the mannerisms, the way they went about things, they, they were um, identified as being disciples of Christ. Amen? Because what they did resembled what Jesus did. and people, So people saw them, the way or they operated, everything was just like Jesus. And so because of that, they got the title Christians, Christians. Amen? Amen? So as children of God, one of the first things we, we take from, from the, the lesson here is that we ought to let our lives match up with the name of Jesus Christ. Amen? So let, let, let God be our example. The way how God lived 
here on the earth, we also should also match that and live that accordingly. Amen? Amen. Now, these, these young men, the, the research shows that they were between the ages possibly of uh, about, about 13 to 20. So they were really young men. They, amen? Um, it's not certain. It's not mentioned in terms of, oh, the, their specific age. But based on the, 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 the dates pertaining to Daniel and based on terminologies in terms of what, how the Bible uh, termed them, we would estimate that they would be between 13 to 20 um, years old. So they were young people. Amen? It's not as if they were old persons that you would expect that, you know, they're set in their ways or anything like that. In fact, they would have deliberately chosen the young people because the young persons, they can easily try to, you know, mend or change their minds towards um, the culture that they seek to, to, to have. Amen? Amen? And, and, and just a point with that as well. Um, so the, the, um, if, if there's a reason why uh, churches have been associated with prep schools and primary schools and, and, and those early uh, schools and, and so on. Um, back in Jamaica, we have high schools, we have uh, prep schools that are associated with the church. And there was a reason for that because... Um, the, the 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 strategy was once you 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 uh, have the child the child you grow up that child they follow the principles pertaining to the scripture that says train up the child in the way it should go right so that that strategy was also put forward in terms of uh, the church and schools to make sure that you know children got that sort of education from the start because they knew that okay if if they were able to get in um, something pertaining to the Christian walk from the early stages, it's likely that it will continue into adult world. Amen? Amen? Amen, brethren. Amen. And let me tell you, it's not just the church that uses this particular strategy. Okay? There's a reason why these social media com companies have been targeting our young people and targeting our youth and seeking to get them. So now everybody has a phone. The, the small child has a phone and, you know, they, they, they can have access to all these various different things. And um, I don't know how many of you have seen the documentary, but um, persons within these social media companies have come out and explained that their algorithms, their setups are deliberately geared to make you addictive to their platforms. Amen? So that you, you find yourself scrolling through um, for hours. Yeah, it's, it's set up in that particular way. And of course, if they get your child from early, oh man, they're hooked. Amen. Do you recall? Do you recall? Do you recall? Do you recall um, the movement towards um, um, smoking and not having children to 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 be using cannabis because or young people to be using cannabis because the brain isn't quite developed, even in the teenage years. So now we have we have legalized cannabis smoking here, right? Like, man, I was like, what? <laughs> but anyway, right, right Pastor Serge? Like, <coughs> unbelievable. But anyway, they've legalized the cannabis smoking, so no persons can be smoking this, this thing um, as with, without any fear of any legal re repercussions. Um, but I just want you to note that there's an age that they have set that below that age, um, these persons, these young people cannot be engaged in or be given this particular um, 
um, substance. Amen? And in Quebec, they have actually, um, they have a higher limit. I don't recall. I think it's maybe 20 or 21. But they have a higher limit than even Ontario, right, in terms of the ability to access these things. And there's a reason why. Because the young people's brains have not yet fully developed. And so if they get hooked on this thing from that point, it's they're hooked for life. Okay? They're hooked for life. It's, it's, it's going to take a miracle to get them off it. Amen? We see the opioid um, epidemic that's happening in B.C. Amen? You see the persons that are hooked on, on these drugs and stuff like that. And, and now it's gone past, it's gone past marijuana, it's gone past cannabis now to these designer drugs that are being made that persons can't get access to and so on and so forth. Amen? 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 Yes, I know I strayed a little bit, but I, I just want get you to get you to the, point, to, to the point that we have to be careful what our children are exposed to. Amen? We've, we've got to be careful what access we're providing to our children. Children as well, young people as well, you have to be careful what you're putting into your, your, your mind. Amen? David says, I will set no what? Evil thing before my eyes. Amen? You've got to be careful what you're feeding into your system. Because whichever man you feed is going to be the one that is going to be stronger. So if you're feeding your flesh with regards to these um, pieces that are thrown at you, then your flesh is going to be stronger. And then when temptation comes, you're not going to be able to overcome. Amen? But if you feed yourself with prayer and the scriptures and the things of God, hymns, songs, spiritual stuff, and that sort of stuff, then when the, the, the enemy comes in, guess what? The Lord will just raise up a standard against him and block that particular thing that's there. Amen? Amen, brethren. Amen? Amen. So I come back, I come back to these young men. Okay? I know I strayed a little. I know a, a lot. But I come back to these young men here. And so they've chosen them because their, their minds are young. They can, you know, mend them to, the, to bend them to their particular culture, their particular will, and so forth. But look, look and think about it. Can you imagine um, another country comes in? We see right now um, Russia, you know, invading, has sought to invade Ukraine and so on. Just imagine them, a, a country coming in, taking over another country. Capturing all of, the, of, of, our, of, of your young people. Amen? The young men that are there. Pastor Nat, your, your, your young sons. Just capturing them. Taking them away. Remember, they're taking them out of their, their... They don't have their parents again. They're taking them away into a strange area. Into the kingdom. Into the castle. And seeking to teach them these new customs. These new ways. And, and, and the ways of doing things. Amen? Just, so just think about that and think about the, the situation that these young men would have been in. Chances are they would have been fearful. Chances are they, they would have been, you know, really apprehensive. Amen? It would not have been a good situation for them to be in at all. But guess what? These young men stood up for their convictions in the circumstances that they were in. Amen? They stood up for their God. Amen? 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 This was just chapter 1, but we all know of the stories later on in Daniel. Amen? But these young men, they stood to their convictions and stood up for their God. And within this, within this chapter, we see where, you know, they're trying to get them to be, um, 
to assimilate them, basically. Let them eat these various meats. But these meats were offered to idols and so on and so forth. Drink these wines and that sort of thing. And so Daniel purposed that, listen, I'm not going to corrupt myself here. Listen, we may be in Babylon, but you don't have to let Babylon be in you. Amen? Amen, brethren. Amen, brethren. Amen, brethren. Amen, brethren. You may be in Babylon, but Babylon does not have to be in you. Amen? Amen. Oh, glory to God. Glory to God. Uh, glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. The scriptures tell us to put on the whole army, right? But let's not. That's another message. Let's just rest for the rest that for the time being. But these men were here, and they were they were. Chances are they're 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 away from family. They're they're these are they're strangers that they're they're seeing here. But yet still, they determined that they were going to stand up for their God. They weren't going to allow themselves to be compromised and to be assimilated by the pressures that were around them. And let me tell you, peer pressure can be a very significant pressure. Not to mention in a strange situation like that where they're captured. You're now prisoners, basically uh, slaves to, to be, to be um, used and done with as, as how they, um, the king feels. And they're in this situation, but yet still they did not allow that to let them be compromised. They determined that they were going to stand up for their God. Amen? Amen? They trusted God. And so the first test was in relation to the diet. Not wanting to consume those, those meats and stuff that were offered to idols. And, and stuff. As an, an, as an Israeli, they were taught that, listen, no, we, we don't corrupt ourselves in that way. By taking on those particular uh, meats and so on. And so they determined that, listen, we're not going to be consuming this particular food. Let me tell you, society wants you to consume a certain food. But listen, reject that in the name of Jesus Christ. And consume the Bible, the word of God. Amen? It, it, glory to God. Let me tell you, the, 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 Bible, the word of God is, is sharper than any two-edged sword. And it is, it is relevant 2,000 years ago. 5,000 years ago, and it's still relevant today. Amen? It, it, it still convicts. It still um, gives you wisdom. It still nourishes. It still enables you to have faith. Amen? And so, when, when, when you're going through the circumstances and situations, just steal yourself into the Word of God. I've, I've, I've had testimonies, I've heard testimonies of persons who were sick, and, and they... they took out the scriptures, all the scriptures pertaining to healings that they could find, and they played those scriptures into their minds day in, day out, until what? They were healed. Amen? Amen? There is power in the word of God. Amen? There's power in the word of God. I believe it was TDJX that says the word will work if you work it. Amen? Amen, Virgin. So don't, 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 th th listen, we have power, the, the, the Lord has given us power, and we've got to exercise that power, exercise that faith. Don't allow yourselves to be backed into the corner, into situations where you somehow are, 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 are not believing in the God that you serve. Amen? You've got to stand up like these young men and say, listen, I know the God I serve. Amen? And I'm going to trust him. I'm going to believe upon him. And no matter what the circumstances, I'm going to move forward in God. Amen? Amen. Amen. 
Glory to God. Glory to God. In Acts 16, verse 16 to 34, we see where Paul and Silas, they were, were jailed. They put, put in prison because um, Paul, there was this um, lady that was going about talking and, and um, saying that, um, oh, these men are the men of the Most High God, mockingly. These men, she was filled with a demon. These men are the men of the Most High God and so on and so forth. Hear them and so forth. And, you know, after a while, Paul, she did this day in, day out. After a while, of course, Paul got annoyed, right? And Paul rebuked the demon out of her. But guess what? The men who were using her, the demon was a demon that, you know, provided certain um, predictions and so on and so forth for them. And so the men that were using her, when they saw that the, the demon had been cast out and now she was back to normal. Can you believe this? She was back to normal. The men um, sought to put Paul and Silas in prison, um, trumping up a charge that somehow they were causing uh, uh, dis discord within the city and riots and so on and so forth in the city, and they, they needed to be, be captured. So instead of be rejoicing that the lady was delivered from the demon, no, no, not at all. They wanted her to continue in that state. They now um, marshaled together to lock up Paul and Silas, beat them and lock them up in prison. But what did the scripture say is Paul and Silas' reaction was? Amen? It says that they worshipped. Well, they sang hymns and spiritual songs. They sang praises unto God. Amen? And I want you to note the last part there of that sentence. It says, and the prisoners heard them. So they weren't silent. Amen? It wasn't no silent um, singing sort of stuff. These guys were praising God in the prison. Amen? 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 Yeah. Sometimes the enemy, well, not sometimes. All the times the enemy wants you to keep silent. Oh, it's not appropriate for me to say that here. Oh, it's not appropriate to mention the name of Jesus here. Or, oh, oh you, know, it might, you know, it might not be appropriate here. Listen, man. If you need to call the name of Jesus, call it. Amen? 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 All right. Let me tell you a testimony. So you all know the other day my dad was sick, right? So before, before I went, I was in a, a team meeting. And, um, and um, you know, I used the opportunity to mention, you know, that you know, this, this is happening. The doctor is saying that he's going to die within the next few hours or days, etc. And so on. But, you know, we're praying. And, you know, if, if, if God, you know, um, um, allows it, you know, we, we're trusting God to see what will happen. Amen? That was in a meeting. Normally, you're not mentioning God in a corporate, you know, team meeting setting. But guess what? I used the opportunity and I mentioned God. Yes, indeed. Amen? Amen? Amen. So that was before I went off. So that was the, um, that was the Friday. But of course, to God be the glory, the church prayed. And guess what? My dad um, off the, uh, went off the um, life support machine um, and was discharged from ICU, etc., etc. And so two weeks after, when I went back, and so um, you, you know the usual custom persons are asking you, oh, how was your vacation, and so on and so forth. Guess what? I, you, I could not miss the opportunity. Oh, no, I wasn't on vacation, you know. I went to... Um, take care of my dad who was sick with stage 4 liver cancer. But God, listen, 
listen, when God gives you an opportunity, don't waste it. Okay? Okay? You know how the custom is here. Everybody likes to ask you, oh, how will you spend your vacation? Oh, yes. They fell into that trap. I'm telling you. I normally, I wouldn't have anything to say. Oh, no, no, it's okay. I spent that home or something like that. That sort of thing. But, oh, man, I wanted them to ask. And they did ask. And I did put it forward. When you get an opportunity to mention your God and to give glory to God, don't waste it, man. Don't waste it. I was able to go back to another team meeting again and say, listen, God is good. Uh, I don't think you understand how good it felt to be like, because normally you can't just mention God like that. What are you talking about? No, not in that sort of setting. But God just gave that opportunity and I did not waste it. I made sure to mention that God was good, that God healed, that God delivered. Amen? 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 Amen, brethren. Let me tell you, when you get the opportunity, don't, when God gives you things like those, it, uh, what, what, what do you call it? Like, uh, um, what's this terminology again? Uh, oh dear, I'm trying to find like a sports terminology, Pastor Campbell, but I can't find one. But basically, like, they get, like in baseball, you, you get this easy ball, the sitter. Hit it for the home run. Hit it for the home run. Or you get, in cricket, you get, you get that ball that's nicely placed in the sweet spot. Hit it for six, man. Amen? Amen? Or I know some of you basketball. Okay, the basketball. Yes, you, you're, you're beyond the arc and you're, you're feeling you're in the zone. Yes, hit those trees. Hit those trees. Amen? Amen, brethren. Amen, brethren. Amen, brethren. Listen, I, yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited. Yeah, I'm, I'm not preaching like normal today. But listen, I got to give God glory, give God thanks. When God does something for you, I mean, God, you, you know God is good. You know God is good, right? But, but when, when God does something for you, it, oh man, you, you, you get a little dance. I can't dance. But you get a little dance. You get, you get more praise. Amen? You, 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 there's just something more coming out of, 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 your, of your mouth, of your, of your system to glorify and to magnify God. Amen? Amen? These young men, these young men, they were in a bad spot. They were taken away from their families. They were there in a situation where persons, they were basically slaves. And, and in this strange spot, strange area. But they did not forsake their God. They did not forsake their beliefs. They stood upon the word of God. They stood upon what they believed. And God proved them. And God exalted them. Amen. D did you see what the last part? Just go back to that last part of Daniel 1. And what it says pertaining to when the king tested them. Amen. He found nobody else that was up to their level. They were what? Ten times better than the others in all the kingdom of Babylon. And let me tell you, Babylon was a large kingdom at that time. Amen. It, Babylon would have basically been like the world during that, during that time. So it, this was a large kingdom. And in all of his realm... There was none found like these guys. Amen? Because they stood up for God. They believed in God. Paul and Silas, when they were in the prison and when they sang praises unto God, the Lord shook the prison 
and all the, the, all the chains fell off. The prison doors were opened. Amen? But look here. Paul and Silas didn't run out of the prison. Deliberately, they stayed. Amen? The, the jailer came thinking that everybody had gone. Paul says, don't do yourself any harm here. We're still here. We're still here. You see, Paul knew that there was something else to occur. Amen? Paul wasn't just interested in escaping from the prison. No. You beat me up and put me here. God has opened the doors. Yes. I'm going to use this opportunity. I'm going to step into this opportunity. So Paul was able to minister to the jailer's family. And the entire household got saved. And later on, when, you know, the, the, the men who put them in the jail, they, 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 they were saying, oh, you can go now, you can go now. Paul was saying, no, 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 not so. I'm a, I'm a Roman. You need, to, you need to come and make some, you need to some, make some redress because you imprisoned me unlawfully. No, no. Yes, Paul was a legal man. So he used the law on them. They had to come, take them back out of the prison. And, 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 you know, apologize and, and set them on their way. Amen? Amen? Yes. See, Paul says what? They have beaten us openly, uncondemned, being Romans and have cast us into prison. And now do they thrust us out private, privately? No, 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 not so. Paul says, listen, you put me in publicly, you've got to put me out publicly as well. Amen? Paul was working this thing to the glory of God. Amen? Amen? Let me tell you, when, when, when the enemy seeks to, to set up certain circumstances for you, let, your God is able to build, build a way out such that you get the glory at the end of it all. Amen? He makes it so that when it's all done, he gets the glory and you are excelled. You are put on a pedestal as well. So Paul and Silas, they worshiped God in the circumstances that they were in. They didn't allow it to dictate what they were going to say, but they continued to worship God. Amen? Now I know, I know persons here are going through difficulties. I know persons here are going through sicknesses. I know persons here are going through problems and circumstances that you may not have the answers for. That you may not know how it's going to turn out. But let me tell you here. God knows how it's going to end. Amen? It's not over till God says it's over. Amen? We've, we are people of faith. If you did not have faith, you would not be here. So you already have a measure of faith. So build upon that measure of faith. Stand upon the word of God. The, the, the word God Jesus himself says, whatsoever you believe in my name, whatsoever you ask in my name, believe in, it shall be done. So guess what? Stand upon the word of God. Stand upon the God that you know. The God who provided for you back then. The God who healed back then. The God who delivered back then. It's the same God now. And the same God then is the same God now that can... Oh, glory to God. The same God who delivered then is the same God that can deliver now. The same God who healed then is the same God that can heal now. But he just wants you to trust him. He just wants you to look to him. He just wants you to rely upon him. He just wants you to give him the glory. He just wants you. Oh, glory to God. 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 I'm going to be closing. Jesus says in, in um, Matthew 11, verse 28 to 30, he says, Come to me, all you who labor and are heaven laden, and I will give you rest. 
Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Amen? Amen? You may be in a bad spot, but with Jesus Christ, you can thrive wherever you are planted. Amen? You may be in the midst of your enemies, but David says what? He prepares a table in the presence of my enemies. Amen? You may be in the midst of your enemies, but God is able to make you thrive. God is able to make you shine. Amen? Trust God and believe nothing else. Amen? Trust him. Believe him. Have faith in him. Don't let go of your values and let God have his way. Amen? Amen? It may seem dark. It may seem bad. But just trust God. Rely upon him. His grace is here to save you. His grace is there to keep you. His grace is there to allow you to do things that you never thought possible. Amen? 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 When others are, are failing, you will be thriving because God is your keeper and God is your deliverer and God is your healer. Daniel spent 70 years in um, captivity. 70 years in captivity. He served Nebuchadnezzar. He served Belteshazzar, Nebuchadnezzar's son. And when Cyrus from the Medes and the Persians kept, um, overcame Babylon, he served Cyrus as well. Amen? In captivity. But the scriptures tell us that there was none like Daniel. Amen? Even when the overthrowing enemy came in, that new king, Cyrus, also heard about Daniel. And that Daniel appointed to high office again. Amen? God is able to do exceeding abundantly above all that we could ever ask or think. Amen? Just trust him. Believe in him. Let him have his way in your life. Let him lead and direct you in all his paths. You know, when you're going to make decisions, just ask, Lord, what, what should I do here? Amen? Yeah, even the corporate ones. Yeah, even the big ones and, and stuff at, at work and that sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm, definitely. It's, it's, it's a, when, you, when you develop that practice, it just becomes like second nature. Lord, what should I do here? Lord leads and directs you. Oh, yeah, this is the best way, the best part. Sometimes what seems obvious as the right answer is not necessarily the right answer. And there's something telling you, no, check that further. And when you check that further, you realize, oh, there's something else behind there. If you had gone with what you thought was the right decision, it would, would have been the wrong thing. But God allowed you to somehow take a step back, um, relook at the situation, and then identify the real problem. Amen? So, in all your ways, acknowledge him, and he will direct thy paths. God bless you in Jesus' name. Can we stand together? Praise God. A song's been ringing in my heart. Our God is an awesome God. He reigns from heaven above with wisdom, power, and love. Our
our God is an awesome God. Can we sing that? Our God is an awesome God. He reigns from heaven above with wisdom, power, and love. Our God is an awesome God. Our God is an awesome God. He reigns from heaven above with wisdom, power, and love. Our God is an awesome God. Our God, one more time, is an awesome God. He reigns from heaven above. Hallelujah, Jesus. God. Weren't you blessed by that word? Hallelujah. Wow. When we reach a place where we have no other way to go but to God, we understand we've chosen the right direction. From this opening message of amazing grace and looking at everything that as our reverend had referenced, that brought people to a place of no return. They had no other choice. That brother who was in that, that storm that was about to lose his life, he had to call out for God. Paul and Silas and beaten and imprisoned, they had to call out for God. Daniel, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, all those individuals, when they were in a place where there was no other place to look, they called out to God. And that is the theme that I heard in this whole message, that there is no place where God cannot help you. Can I say that again? You can't go so deep where God cannot pull you out of it. You cannot go so high in your pride where God can't pull you down. Wherever you find yourself, you need to learn who to call, and that is the name of Jesus. There's power there. You need wisdom. I heard my brother say sometimes we don't even know the answer, and it looks so plain to us that we still struggle. Call on the name of God. Hallelujah. There is no question you can ask God that would ever intimidate him. He's not intimidated by your easy questions, and he's not intimidated by your hard ones. God wants to hear what's on your heart. Do you lack wisdom? Do you lack power? Do you lack confidence? Well, we serve an awesome God who has a whole lot of that. Hallelujah. If there's sickness in your body and you need healing, we serve a God who is healing. He is power. Doesn't matter where you find yourself. Our God is awesome, even in our extremities he's still awesome even in our trouble he is still awesome hallelujah praise god praise god praise god we would not do this service justice if we didn't give an opportunity for those who need prayer hallelujah those of you that have come here we may have prayed earlier hallelujah but i believe there you can never be prayed over too much you can never have too much prayer, praise God. And I know, as our brother said, that there are folks in here that are going through some things. 
They need God's wisdom. They need God's direction. Hallelujah. They're in decisions of their life. Hallelujah. And they need God to give them help. Praise God. We want to open this altar. We want you to come free. Hallelujah. As we continue to see this in this song, praise God. As our prayer team comes, we don't want anybody to hold back. Whatever you came in here with, you need to come and give it to the Lord. Whatever the trouble, whatever the situation, whatever the challenge, you come before your God. As my brother said, don't be ashamed of your situation. Hallelujah. We're not here to impress anybody. We all need God. Hallelujah. We all need the Lord. And here is an opportunity for us to have God speak to us, to heal us, to remove whatever it is that's in our life. That's the type of God we serve. Hallelujah. We want you to come. And we're going to pray over you. He reigns from heaven above with wisdom and power and love. Our God is an awesome God. Our God is an awesome God. He reigns from heaven above with wisdom and power and love. Our God is an awesome If you know this song, sing it. Our God is an awesome God. He reigns from heaven above with wisdom and power and love. Our God is an awesome God. Our God is an awesome God. He reigns from heaven above with wisdom and power and love. Our God is an awesome God. Oh, our God is an awesome God. He reigns from heaven above with wisdom and power and love. Our God is an awesome God. Oh, yes, our God is an awesome God. He reigns. From heaven above with wisdom. Hallelujah. Oh, yes, our God is an awesome God. He reigns from heaven above with wisdom. Jesus, our God, is an awesome God. God, he from heaven above with wisdom and power and love. Hallelujah. Our God is an awesome God. He reigns from heaven above.
heaven above with wisdom, power, and love. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Our God is an awesome God. He reigns from heaven above with wisdom. Is an awesome God, He reigns from heaven above. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Healing is here. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. If you're at this altar, continue to reach. For those that are not at this altar, now is a time for us to lift our voices. Prayer over yourself. Prayer over your family. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. No matter what you came in here with, healing is here. You've been struggling with things in your mind, low self-esteem. I'm telling you that healing is in this place. Hallelujah. You're struggling with a job, financial. You're looking for help in your school. Decision as to what you're going to do. I'm telling you healing is here. God is able to move every cloud. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, Jesus. You don't need to worry about tomorrow. God has it all in control. Healing is here. Hallelujah. I feel that there's a spirit of healing in this house. Healing is here. Hallelujah, Jesus. Healing is here. Oh, yes, Jesus, and I believe it. Song says, I lift my hands. I lift my hands to the heavens. I lift my eyes where my part again I reach my hands I reach my hands to Some of you need to trust God more. Hallelujah. Healing is here. Freedom. Freedom, Freedom is here. Hallelujah.
Hallelujah. Where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. Can we sing this? Freedom is here. Hallelujah. Whatever you came with, God can lift that burden. Freedom is here. Hallelujah, Jesus. And I believe it. And I believe it. Hallelujah, Jesus. Freedom is here. There is freedom in the Holy Ghost. There is a freedom in this place. Hallelujah. There's a freedom to worship. There's a freedom to cry. There's a freedom to shout. Hallelujah. There is victory in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. And we believe it. Hallelujah. We're going to reach our hands together in this place. I we reach my hands hand to the heaven. What have you come with? What do you need to lift up before the name of the Lord? What have you come here? What weight have you brought that you need to lift into the hands of God? Look to God. Whence your help come from? I will lift up my eyes unto the hills. From whence cometh my help? Hallelujah. Can we sing that again? We are going to reach our hands together. We reach our hands to the heavens. I lift my Trust in you. Hallelujah. Can we sing healing is here? Healing is here. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, Jesus. Healing is here. Hallelujah. Healing is here. And I receive it. I receive my healing. I receive it. I'm telling you, I'm receiving it by faith. Healing is here. Healing Healing is here. Some of you need to worship right now. There's healing coming your way, but you just need to worship. Hallelujah. 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 We need your healing, Jesus. Healing is here. Hallelujah, Jesus. And, and I, I believe, believe it. it. Can we say that freedom is here? Freedom, freedom is, is here. Hey, Hey, Freedom is here. I feel the Holy Ghost. I'm telling you, I feel the Spirit of God in this place. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah. 
Hallelujah, Jesus. Freedom is here. Where the Spirit of the Lord is, there's liberty. There is freedom where God's Spirit is. There's boldness. There's courage. There's hope. Hallelujah. Freedom is oh, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. And I, I receive, receive it. I reach my hands. Let's sing that part. I reach my hands to the heavens. I lift my Trust in you. Hallelujah, Jesus. Let's sing that again. I lift my hands. I lift my hands to the heavens. I lift my eyes from where my help comes from. I look into you. Hallelujah. Healing is here. Hallelujah. Healing from your past. Hallelujah. Some of us haven't even forgiven ourselves of our past. I'm telling you, healing is here. Hallelujah. What God has taken away, let nobody bring it back. God has set you on a new course. You have a new life in God. Hallelujah. You've got to receive it. You've got to believe what God believes about your life. Hallelujah. Don't take your life for granted. There's healing here for you. Some of you struggle with faith. You don't believe. Just hard to believe. You need God to help you, heal you of that doubt, and give you faith to believe every word God says about your life, about the purpose God has for you. Hallelujah. Tomorrow is not promised to nobody. Today is a day of salvation. If you're going to live for God, you better do it now. If you're giving your life to God, I'm telling you, you got to do it right now. Give God everything you have. Give God everything you got. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Lord, your will be done. Oh, yes, Jesus. And I believe, I believe it. Thank you, Jesus. One more time we live. We reach our hands to the heavens. I lift my eyes for where 
stand. Let's stand together. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. I reach my hands. I reach my hands. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, God, for your presence. Thank you, God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah for the salvation. Thank you, God, for the answers. Thank you, God, for hearing us. Hallelujah. As the music plays, can we just worship the Lord? Can we open our mouth and bless the Lord right now? Can we offer God some praise of thanksgiving? Hallelujah. Can we offer God that sacrifice of praise? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God, we honor you. God, we thank you for your healing. We thank you, Father, for remembering us in our lowest state. Oh, God, we were so low. We were cast down, and you helped us. Oh, God, you opened doors that no man could have opened. God, you woke us up this morning. You put us in our right minds, oh God. We thank you, God. Oh God, for our families. We thank you for our children. Oh God, we thank you for our jobs. Oh, hallelujah. We thank you for salvation. We thank you for hope beyond the grave. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah. We give you praise for your spirit. Hallelujah, Jesus, for transforming us. Oh, God, for removing us out of darkness and putting us in your light. Oh, God, you protected us from accidents. You kept us, oh, God. We give you praise. We give you the glory. Oh, God, hallelujah, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. God is working here, church. God is still moving in this place. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I don't know about you, but now is the time to reach out like you've never reached before. Hallelujah. God is still here. He's settling here. He's doing something. Hallelujah. Don't miss what God is doing. Jump in. Lift your voice. Lift your hands. Hallelujah, Jesus. God, you're healing. God, you're renewing. Oh, God, you're establishing, Jesus. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Can we clap our hands to God? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise God. Those that are at the altar, I want you to continue to pray. Praise God. But we are going to close, but I want you to continue to pray. Praise God. Let's stand. Those that you can't stand, we're going to stand. Hallelujah. Praise God. 
praise God, there's service here at 6 o'clock tonight. You are more than welcome to come back and be a part of that. But we are going to dismiss. And those who are, in, are wanting to stay, I want you to stay and continue to reach. But we're going to bow our heads. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for your presence. Hallelujah. We thank you, God, for your word. We thank you for the Holy Spirit that is in this place that is working. Father, we want to pray, God, that this message that was spoken, uh, amazing grace, God, that every day we'd be reminded of your grace to us. Uh, new mercies we see every morning, oh God. Father, we pray you would go before us and help us, oh Lord. Guide us, direct us, oh God. Help our faith, Lord. Help us to trust you even when it doesn't make sense. Oh God, help our faith, oh Lord, and go before us, we pray. In Jesus' name, you are dismissed. In the name of Jesus, hallelujah. Oh, yes. I reach my hands to the heavens. I lift my eyes from where my help comes from. I look. the Lord. Hallelujah. Let's give God thanks for his goodness today. Praise God, his words. Amen. Praise God. We have got to be purposed, purpose in our heart to stand firm for what is right in this season and time that we are living. Amen. We have got to be purposeful. 
purpose to, to do what is right. There's so much pressure today to do the wrong thing. Amen. And this generation. But let us be purpose in our heart to stand up for the right. Stand up. Amen. For righteousness, holiness. Thank God for the word today. Continue to pray for our minister that minister the word to us today. God bless him and continue. Amen. To anoint him to preach the word. Amen. Praise the Lord. We are going to have a service tonight. Our faith is having a baptism tonight. So if you have not yet been baptized in the name of Jesus, tonight is a night that you can do it. Amen. Everyone going to heaven must have the name Jesus. Under that banner is salvation. Amen. There's no other name under heaven whereby we must be saved but through Jesus Christ. And therefore, it's our duty every time to proclaim it in every service because this is the, the path to enter into life everlasting. So uh, we are also asking all everyone to continue to seek the Lord. Um, we want to pray, to have some special prayer towards our upcoming revival in August the 11, uh, the weekend of August 11, which is not far away. So we are <coughs> open for prayers. Please, we're still going to our prayer program. For those think I forget, I have not forgotten. At the end of the year, we'll be finding out if you've really been praying. Amen. Praise the Lord. So if you haven't started, you still have time. But we would like each person this week to every day this week, find a time. It's 24 hours God give us every day. Give God an hour. Spend a time, an hour in prayer this week. Amen. Let's see the hand of those who are going to purpose in their heart to do it. Find time. There's a lot of time you have. Amen. Let's find the time to spend time with the Lord. We've got to get in tune with heaven. One song said, turn your radio on and get, where you go? Turn your radio on and get in, get in tune with heaven. Amen. Telephone to heaven this week, all week this week. Just pray. Pray. You don't know what's coming up the next day. Pray. Pray without ceasing. Pray every moment. Pray in your car. Pray while you're walking. Pray while you're working. Just keep praying. You can be working and praying. Amen? So don't tell me you don't have time. You have lots of time. You can pray in your heart. Nobody will hear you but God. Amen? You can, you can uh, multitask. Pray while you're working. You can be still praying and doing a perfect job. Amen? Develop a praying spirit. Without prayer, we are useless. The devil knock you over. Prayer is what keep the air clear. You know, the enemy always put a lot of fog in front of us, discouragement. Don't bother go. You're tired. This, that. Stop your prayer. Bring all things in your head. You got to pray till you move him out the way so you can get into the presence of God. If we don't pray, this church will die. Amen? If you're not praying, we'll truly spiritually dead. Have no desire. Once you stop praying, your, your desire 
down, goes down because you're not connected with the, with the Lord. Amen? So spend time in prayer and the word, you know, sharing the word with others. This summertime now when you go out, carry a, and make sure you have some business card. We have business card in the front. Have a few in your bag. If you meet someone, you can invite them to church. Amen? God bless you. Nice to have Yvonne, Yvonne, and Yvonne, what's my other friend name? Yvonne too? Two Yvonnes. <laughs> they don't know each other, but we bless you and thank you for bringing